Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah State. First and ten, they're going to throw the ball. And they're going to throw the ball deep. Post pattern at the goal line. Caught. Touchdown, Aggies. Out of the shotgun. Back to throw. Big rush. Hit as he throws. Ball's out. Is it incomplete or a fumble? Aggies have it. They're running for the end zone. Touchdown, Aggies. A defensive score. Bedlam on the far sideline. Looks like the Lobos are coming. They're going to bring five. Pump fake. In trouble. Steps out of a tackle. Reverses field. Rolling to the right side. Peasley. Turn it on the Jets. 40-45 first down. Midfield inside the 40. Cuts it back. Here we go. For the win. For the touchdown. Yes. Peasley all the way to the house. Andrew Peasley. 357 total yards. Four touchdowns. The sophomore from Oregon's first start as an Aggie is their first W of the year. They beat the Lobos on Thanksgiving night. 41-27. PK, wipe out that big old zero in the win column. Get a W. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, that uh, play-by-play guy, yeah, that got me pretty excited about the game. Nice. They're back in action next Thursday. Scotty G will be back on the call. Air Force Academy coming to town. And the one problem, the defense played uh, pretty well for big stretches of the game, but they got hurt by the option at times. And Air Force is coming to town. So, going to have to work on that for next Thursday's game. (laughs) DJ and PK. We hope Air Force is coming to town. If not then, then Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. The Utes are headed to Seattle. The makeup game on the fly with Washington. Washington can't play Washington State. and The Utes, well, they can't play Arizona State, so Utah's going to Washington. A game that was going to be on ESPN at 8.30. Other games have been canceled. Now they're on ABC 5.30, primetime in the East. For a game that wasn't happening, this is getting treated like a really big game, PK. <laughs> These are exhibition games, my friend. I don't know what to tell you, man. With SCV canceled, this is all the. This is part of the 2021 schedule. <laughs> I don't know that there's any such thing as a big game in the Pac-12 this season with everything that's going on. Play the game, have some fun, get some experience, and shoot for next season. Exposure for the Utes Saturday night, 5:30 on ABC. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. So as PK mentioned, the USC-Colorado game is off. Colorado is now playing San Diego State. Other games in the, uh, and that'll be on Saturday, other games in the Pac-12, Stanford and Cal, are going to play today, the big game, 2-30 And that'll be on Fox and Oregon, Oregon State. They're going to play at 5.30 on ESPN. Got anybody you want to pick in either one of those games? Either team you uh, believe in? Stanford and Cal. Off the lousy starts. No. Not looking very special. No. 
Cal hasn't been able to practice the way they should be. No, no, I'm not. Sorry, not this year. Not, not doing it. That Colorado-San Diego State game is going to be uh, Saturday, 1 o'clock, on the Pac-12 Networks. The Pac-12 Network getting their, their first game of the year there. Uh, some other games you can check out today. Iowa State, number 13, playing 17th-ranked Texas at 10 a.m. on ABC. Iowa State trying to win the Big 12. And they haven't won a conference title since 1912 in the Missouri Valley Conference. So Iowa State's all fired up for that. Notre Dame's undefeated, but they're playing ni- they're second ranked and playing 19th ranked North Carolina. That game today is 1:30 on ABC. And then some games, uh, a schedule of games set up for tomorrow. Ohio State will try to stay undefeated. They're playing Illinois. Figure that'll be able to pull that off. And Florida headed for the SEC title game. If they don't trip up, they're playing Kentucky. Some of the other games you can look for on Saturday. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Hand off to Duke, running to the right, and he's going to throw it back to Deshaun, looking and firing left side. And Fuller walks across the 10-5 and jumps into the end zone. Touchdown, Houston. You want some creativity. There it is. Third and six for Washington at the Dallas 37 inside handoff. Gibson has the space at the 30-25. Into the free. 10-5. Touchdown. Touchdown, Washington. Third on the day. If you put it on tape, they will keep doing it until you stop it. As far as me, it's hard to put into words. I, I never would have dreamt in, in a million years something like this would be happening. And, you know, just thankful for it and making the most of it of every day. Alex Smith, the Washington quarterback. Incredible comeback story. And now he's got Washington in first place in the NFC East. They're 4-7 and seven after routing the Dallas Cowboys 41-16 on Thanksgiving Day. Story no one could predict, PK, and here they are, four and seven in first place. That's not a phrase that gets used very often, but back-to-back wins, there they are. Break them up, yeah, they're awesome. They don't get to play the Cowboys again, which is too bad because they've won three of their last five and two of those wins are over Dallas. Uh, before that, you heard the highlights as the Texans beat the Lions. Well, you don't know that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe the Cowboys make the wild card and they get them in the postseason. No, nobody's making the wild card out of the NFC East. It's not happening. (laughs) Not happening. Uh, Ravens have closed their team facility through Monday. Uh, Their game that was supposed to be a Thursday night game with the Steelers was postponed to Sunday, but that could be in doubt. They have about a dozen players testing positive now, so we'll wait to hear about what happens with this Ravens-Steelers rematch. Uh, as of right now, it's set for 11.15 Sunday morning, and it'd be on NBC, but that may not be happening. Other games this weekend, the uh, the Raiders and the Falcons. Raiders trying to get one of those uh, wild card spots in the AFC now that they lost to the Chiefs, and they probably aren't going to win the division. So an intriguing game there. Taysom Hill and the Saints, who've now got a two-game lead in the loss column over the Tampa Bay Bucks. They are playing the Denver Broncos in the two o'clock window. Taysom for the win. Uh, yeah, moved to two and zero, oh, man. I never thought this would happen. We make a big deal out of Alex Smith winning his last couple of games. Well, if Taysom Hill makes it, I realize he didn't have the injury, but he had a number of injuries. He didn't have the most gruesome, grotesque injury, but certainly in college he had plenty of them and this would be a huge story if if Alex Smith is a huge story then Taysom Hill is a huge story 
Uh, if Taysom and the Saints win that game, they got a chance to put another game between them and the Buccaneers. Assuming the Saints can beat the Broncos, the Chiefs are playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's the Sunday afternoon game on CBS that's going to the whole country. And the Bucs now, uh, the loss here would drop to 7-5 and five if they can't take down the Chiefs. They've only been beaten once all year, and that was by the Raiders in the first matchup. So, chance for Taysom and the Saints to pick up some more ground. Yeah. Bears and the Packers in the Sunday night game. Uh, that's 620 on NBC. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. New Lakers big man Mark Gasol said it was tough to leave the Raptors, but he's looking forward to playing with the defending champs. He said the first couple days of free agency were a little tough for me, but once you kind of decide, okay, where, what do you want to do next, where, how do you want to go about your next challenge? I thought the right thing to do was to go to the Lakers. Odds on favorite to repeat now. Yeah, odds on favorite to repeat now, PK. You got anybody you'd give them better odds than those guys? Not a lock, but odds on. No, I wouldn't. Not, not right now. No. I mean, that could change as we get into the season, but not now. Golden State Warriors guard Clay Thompson underwent surgery for his torn right Achilles tendon Wednesday. The procedure, this will shock you, the procedure was declared a success. Thompson expected to make a full recovery, but it's going to cost him the season. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. There's the horn, and that will do it. The Gonzaga Bulldogs ranked number one in college basketball polls to open the season. Pick up a hard-earned 102-90 victory over fifth-ranked Kansas. Gonzaga ranked number one, looking looking awesome again right out of the gate, PK. A 12-point win over the number six team in the country. The Gonzaga machine isn't slowing down anytime soon, is it? Wait a second. That guy just said the fifth-ranked Kansas, and you just said the sixth-ranked Kansas. So which one is it? Because I need to know. That makes a difference. ESPN has them six. Don't argue with Yach. Coaches pull. Who has fifth? AP that pull. guy just said the fifth-ranked Kansas Jayhawks. Okay. Because that makes a big difference. But, yeah, Gonzaga's got a lot of good players. I mean, they've got a great program. This isn't the same old story, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Kansas is six in the AP Top 25, but they are five in the coaches' poll. Hence the discrepancy. Glad we got to the bottom of that. I already feel better. Okay. Well, the five and a half Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> we'll split the difference. Uh, the Cougars are 2-0. They beat New Orleans 86-61. to They've got UVU coming up tomorrow night. A chance to go to 3-0. That'll be on BYU TV, 7 p.m., uh, anything jump out at you in the uh, in the game with uh, New Orleans? It's pretty easy, up by fourteen at the half. No, like, yeah, I mean they supposed to win, and they they do win. I mean they got a decent team, and you know Gonzaga stands in the way again. I mean this <laughs> is a just a wash and rinse and repeat type story over and over and over again. St. Mary's, who they lost to like 
not the University of Massachusetts, but Lowell, Massachusetts. So if you go by one game anyway, that it looks like St. Mary's isn't going to be any good. We'll see how the season develops. But, you know, those three teams have been it, and they've been it for a good long time in that conference. And uh, the Cougars have made strides, but they're not the Gonzaga level. Doesn't mean they can't beat them, because we saw last year one of the most thrilling games that ever played at Marriott Center uh, when the Cougars did it. Uh, so they can do it, and they, and they spoiled their undefeated season a couple years back, a few years ago. So, But Gonzaga is the role model. Gonzaga is the role model in this West Coast Conference, and you can argue that Gonzaga is the role model for many, many programs in the in the entire country. That's how good they've been. St. Mary's is at that tournament that Utah State is at in uh, South Dakota, and they lost to Memphis 73-56 in their first game. The second game, they were playing uh, Northern Iowa. Scotty G said they were down double digits and just getting dominated. He said midway through the second half, the Gales started hitting everything, and they came back and win that game 66-64. So Utah State, meanwhile, lost to South Dakota State 85 Wow, you... 83-59, and they lost to uh, VCU. So they are 0-2, and they'll Good play talk. Northern Iowa at 2 o'clock on ESPNU. Go ahead. You talk St. Mary's basketball with Scotty over Thanksgiving? That's dedication. <laughs> I was driving from the game, and he was uh, he was in his hotel room. We were talking about other stuff, but he did throw that in there. He said, who are you playing tomorrow? How's, how's that matching up? And that's when he started breaking. He says, they're almost going to be St. Mary's. So I got the lowdown. Uh, also tomorrow, Weber State is at Dixie State, 2 o'clock in St. George. Dixie State in the whack now. So Weber State going down to play them. That is what is trending. There's your college basketball for the weekend. And the what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, Donovan Mitchell, media availability about 8 o'clock. We're going to hear from him, David Locke, Utah Jazz Radio Voice at 9 o'clock, his weekly Friday visit. And coming up next, it's Lincoln Kennedy, Raiders radio analyst, Pac-12 network analyst. Lincoln joins us coming up next. Stay with us. Let's go. The Big Show. With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Derek Favors with us. Derek, I'm sure you noticed jazz fans are pretty excited about having you back with the team. How does that make you feel? Uh, it makes me feel great, honestly. I think the jazz or Utah in general has one of the most loyal, diehard fan bases in basketball and sports or whatever. When I was with the Pelicans after I left, man, they just kept sending me messages and just telling me how much they appreciated me and how much they loved me and how much they wished me the best and they was watching all the games that I was playing in and they couldn't wait for me to come back and play in Utah. And they showed a lot of love, and that meant a lot to me when I was making my decisions. I'm very appreciative and very blessed to be able to play in front of them again. The Big Show, weekdays from 2 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Jerry Signer Cadillac. Get 0% financing for up to 72 months, plus a $2,500 purchase allowance on a new 2021 XT4, XT5, or XT6. Shop your way at Jerry Signer Cadillac. Lincoln Kennedy coming up in a couple minutes. The uh, Raiders analyst 
He's also the Pac-12 analyst, and uh, he's going to join us here uh, momentarily uh, and talk a little uh, talk a little NFL and a little uh, Pac-12 stuff with us. You uh, you get enough turkey and watch enough football, PK? Well, apparently we're having technical issues with PK. Uh, we got the question of the morning up. If you want to uh, jump on our Facebook page, Utah and Washington, the game on Saturday. At this point, given all the cancellations, how much do you care? And Scott, hitting us up on our Facebook page, says, oh, it's a game to watch, and it's likely a second loss. And you start with USC and then Washington, and if they both got a two-game start, head start, well, it's 2020. Agreed, Scott. Complete weirdness. Making games up on the fly. Other teams have a couple games under their belt. Uh, but nonetheless, chance to see how much the Utes are improved. You know you're supposed to improve the most. I don't know if you ever heard this. From game one to game two. Monty says, I've kind of lost all interest in sports this year. Shutting it all down. College football. Pro football. College hoops. NBA and baseball didn't for you? Didn't do it for you? No. No? Yes, it did do it for me. <laughs> it's only college football that isn't doing it to you? It's Don't gotten too it wacky. No. Well, not entirely all of college football. The Pac-12, yes. SEC's played enough. You can watch them. Uh, yeah, to a good extent. I would agree with that, uh, if assuming that's what you say. But uh, you asked me the question, so yeah, I can agree with that. But I think the Pac-12, there is no race. I've been saying it. I've been saying it for over a month now, and I'm going to continue to say it. But it's a it's a prelude and a precursor to the 2021 season. That's what matters the most. Uh, not not now. This is there is no race. It's too jacked up. It's too jacked up. And you have to look at the Big 12 too. You said Iowa State trying to win the first time since 1912. Mm-hmm. Well, come on. Doesn't that call into the the craziness of this year over there, too? Well, they're playing a full but league round-robin. I still robin, say play a, the games. A full league uh, round-robin schedule tough. doesn't do it for you? I mean, I the, the Pac-12, you know, they were going to play six games instead of nine and then send someone to a conference title game. So already a third of the season was gone. And now we're seeing more games canceled. But in the Big 12, the 10-team league, playing nine, if everybody plays everybody, I mean, 2020 is jacked up. You know, guys are out here and there, and you never know when they're in and when they're back and all that. So there's that if you want to dismiss the season. But it seems different than the Pac-12 if everybody's going to play everybody. It does seem different, but at the same time, it's not normal. DJ and PK, it's time to bring in Lincoln Kennedy right now. Football Fridays here on the Zone Sports Network and coverage of the Las Vegas Raiders game against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday is brought to you by America First Credit Union, the exclusive home of the official Raider debit card. Same great features and benefits now with the silver and black. Learn more at AmericaFirst.com slash Raiders. Lincoln Kennedy joining us now. Analyst on the radio radio broadcast. You hear him on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And a Pac-12 network analyst as well. Lincoln, good morning. Good morning and happy holidays, gentlemen. Happy holidays to you, too. Uh, the question that we're all debating now is, uh, what makes a real sports season? 
You know, the NBA missed out on, depending on the team, 10 to 12 regular season games and had to play the playoffs in a bubble with no fans. That was unusual. Baseball played seven inning games, put runners at second base in extra innings, and uh, went to a neutral site for the playoffs with limited fans. And now you got the NFL. Now they haven't missed games yet, uh, but I think we're starting to get to that point as you run out of bye weeks to reschedule stuff into. And we see the 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 Ravens have a lot of positive tests, so the Thanksgiving game backed backed up to Sunday, and even that's in danger now with more positive tests. Does this feel like a real NFL season to you? <laughs> Nothing feels real about 2020. Just wanted to be over with. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, with all everything that we see going on, I mean, what is what is normal right now? I mean, it's just the pandemic has, has, has hit the whole world, and, and no one really knows how to proceed. Or, or a sense of normalcy, but uh, just uh, hopefully, you know, a lot of people, including myself, just hope to get 2020 over with and start anew if we can. So I went to the USC-Utah game last Saturday night, and obviously there are no fans, and it was really crazy and strange and bizarre, and I've been doing this now for many, many years. But I did think that when the ball was hiked, it seemed like there was a sense of normalcy. And from my perspective, sitting in the press box, you're not looking at the fans at that point anyway. You're looking at the actual play. Now, you've been doing this now for a number of games as far as calling them, and you're at home or somewhere at uh, road games. I, I think you go to Vegas to do ro- uh, excuse me, road games. I, I, I do. Go I go to Vegas, to Vegas for both the, games. The home games. Away, so yeah. How about when the ball is hiked? Well, you know what? Okay. That, that, yeah, so when, yeah. when, when the ball is hiked, at least on those home games, doesn't it seem normal? Well, it does. It, it, it does. You know, you know, it's eerie that there are no fans there. It's eerie that you can hear everything from the cadence to all the hits and everything up in the booth. And we're up, you know, four or five rows up and, and uh, uh, you know levels up. Um, but it is it is a little different. But that's you know that's everything. Is is I guess normal seems normal, uh, the, but the, the game goes on and stuff like that. But it's just weird, just the energy. The, you know, without the fans, there's a certain energy that's lacking. Um, you still see the guys down on the field. You still see them doing their thing, but it, it's just over overall energy. It just doesn't feel the same. What did you make of the uh, the Raiders' loss to the Chiefs? A uh, lot of the national people I saw writing about it uh, were like, that should give the Raiders hope. They really competed. But it's the, the pros, the really competed line kind of rings hollow. I, I, <laughs> I, get the, I get the point, though. The Chiefs are thought to be better than everybody, except possibly the Steelers. Uh, so having beaten them once and playing them that tough the second time kind of is encouraging. What do you think the team's taken from it, though? Well, I was ex- extremely impressed by the Raiders, and and for the such, and this is what you mentioned: the fact that they went toe to toe was like a heavyweight fight. You know, the first four series, and each team had the ball. They marched down the field and got touchdowns, and you don't normally see that, um, well, you know, uh, out of out of a team. But the Raiders are capable of competing with them, and I, I that bodes well, you know, moving forward. Now they still got a lot of work to do if they're going to get in the playoffs, and it might just end up they might end up seeing the Chiefs again. Uh, if, if if it started today, it would that would that certainly be the case, but. I was impressed by the win. I mean, impressed by the game, and more importantly, I was impressed by the game plan that Kansas City put together because I thought Andy Reid um, consciously made an effort to keep the ball away from the Raiders' offense uh, by you know just taking small pieces and working his way down the field and getting touchdowns, and the Raiders were able to combat that you know going toe to toe with them. So I was I was equally impressed uh, with the game. And now moving forward, uh, it's anyone's guess because you can have one of those letdowns. They were in the same position last year before the bottom fell out of their season. 
Uh, they went to New York and they got spanked, so they got to go to Atlanta this week. They got to go to New York next week. Um, and they sh- both games they should win. However, anything can happen on game day in the NFL. Did Derek Carr take an take a step forward this year and is better than he's ever been? Yes. Uh, it, mainly because he's got weapons. Um, he, you know, he himself has been arguing that he's won respect, and I was one of those those people that said, "Well, go out and earn it." You know, you, you, you want it, go and earn it. And he's done that. He's played very well this season. Uh, you look at his game, you look at his accuracy, you, look, you know, touchdowns to interception ratio. He would probably be in the conversation for MVP if there weren't so many others that were doing as well, especially the position, and have a better record. But um, Derek Carr did take a step forward this year, to my, in my opinion. So when you talk about how many quarterbacks are, are doing well, is it is it rule changes? It's expected? Have these guys been coached up at a younger age and are advancing faster and are playing at a higher level because they've really seen it all? Why, why so many quarterbacks playing at such a high level? Well, I, I think... You know, the, the big thing is, is that the way the rules are in the NFL, you, you, you really you, – the offenses aren't are, – they don't want them to struggle. They, they give every, every intangible that you can have for them to be successful. But I also think that when you talk about quarterbacks in the game, the veteran quarterbacks just have seen everything whether it's Patrick Mahomes, Ben Roethlisberger, whomever, they've seen everything. And so they're prepared for everything. There's, it's really, you're really not, you know, uh, you're not really not pulling anything out that they can't handle. And uh, either pre-snap reads and everything else. And more importantly, with you know, the way this season has gone with no fans and COVID and everything, let's face it, coaches are getting a lot more aggressive, they're taking chances. They're going for it on fourth down a lot more and, you know, and, 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 and really you know, trying to do more on offense and, you know, the, 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 the offenses in the league are having their way. That's why everything is up. Scoring is up, yards is up, and everything else. You had your own game to do, so I don't know how much you saw it, but uh, Taysom Hill has a lot of fans here because he went to BYU. Right. And so we're getting a lot of Saints games on TV here, and we're getting another one this weekend. Uh, that game, they, they ran the ball well. There was a lot of short passes. There wasn't a lot of deep stuff. How much do you think, how quickly are defenses going to play, change the way they play against Taysom Hill as they get tape on him as a full-time starter? Well, I think that's to be expected because if you talk about new quarterbacks, you know, the first games that they come out, um, they, they're, they're usually hot or they can start out hot until people get film on them. But I think that's going to be the, the game plan going forward because you're going, to want, you're going to dare him to throw the ball, beat you with his arm rather than beat you with his leg. Now, he's a big runner. He's, he's strong. And Sean Payton is going to adjust their game plan accordingly uh, with him, you know, at, at quarterback. Um, but that, I think that's just the future of the Saints. I mean, Hill is a, a, a nice quarterback. I, I'm glad they went with him to start because I didn't think they had enough confidence in Jameis Winston to do him. Besides, I think Hill's going to be the future for the Saints. So I like what they've done with him so far. So the Alex Smith story was already uh, crazy that he was able to come back on the field, but now yeah. uh, due to an injury, he's the starter, and they've won back-to-back games, and they're in first place at four and seven. <laughs> if you were if you were a gambling man right now, and you are, you're calling Vegas games, right. jackpot Raiders! I love that call; it cracks me up every time. Uh, would you would you make them the pick to win the division given their schedule and the fact they got the fourth win and have the lead? 
yeah, I mean that that's a, that's a garbage division right now. <laughs> it's up in the air, but you know what? The the Washington Football Team are playing well enough on both sides of the ball, I think, to take it. And because of the uncertainty that you have with the Eagles' offense, you know, I, I know they're up there, but don't don't sleep on the Giants. The Giants are playing surprisingly better too, so they might make a run at this thing at the end too. College football, it's uh, it's a bizarro year with the schedules all over the place. Uh, yeah. Is Ohio State going to win the Big Ten now that they beat Indiana? Do you have faith in them, or did Indiana expose some weaknesses and the Buckeyes didn't score an offensive touchdown the last, I don't know, 20 minutes or so of the game, whatever it was? Uh, what do you think of them? Are they, are they I, one I, of the big three with Clemson and Alabama, or should we not lump them together? No, I think Ohio State is going to is going to take the conference. I don't really see anybody really challenging them. But yeah, they have flaws as well. Uh, but at the same point, their their flaws are only going to be exposed by a truly good team. They got into a shootout with Indiana, and I knew it was going to happen because I thought Indiana had the ability to score, so they could go back and forth. And actually, you know, I, I took uh, I took Indiana with the points, uh, and and they kept it close. But Ohio State does have flaws, and there's not a perfect team out there. It's just whether or not once they get in the playoff, can they hang? And I think they would be exposed by a Clemson or an Alabama or maybe even a Notre Dame. Hmm. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, you got uh, career advice for him with the Jets winless. Uh, having lost uh, even the Chargers, it's hard to find a win there for him. Yeah. Uh, a star quarterback going to an 0-16 team, would you recommend that uh, he use what leverage he has and say he wouldn't play there? How would you advise him to proceed? You see, for me, I've, I've never liked that. I, it's such a tremendous honor to be the first pick in the draft. When, since when do you get to pick and choose? I mean, the reason why you know, you're know first pick in the draft is, is that a team that is not very good uh, is, is needs you. Uh, and and they, they're going to draft you. But this day and age when everybody's talking about what, you know, Eli Manning did back in mm-hmm. when his time and, and what Dan Marino did, not Dan Marino. Um, John Elway. Uh, John Elway, yeah, did back in his day. I mean, I, I, I just can't get behind it. I, I, I hate that fact that um, – now, look, I, you know, with that being said, I know the Jets are, are trash juice. I know they're, they're a dumpster fire. They need a lot of help. I get it. But just to be the first pick in the draft, and you, you sit there and pick and choose, you can't choose your team. Since when does that happen? So um, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm just taking – I'm going out and I'm going to be the best thing I can be because he's supposed to be the next best thing to football to slice bread or something like that. Um, Just take it – you know, hope the team gets better around you. But I I wouldn't play that game. I I, I hate to see that guys are, are willing to do that, though, too. I guess it also comes to the forefront because people just watched Joe Burrow go to a lousy Bengals team and then watched him get blown up on what should have been a pretty routine NFL play. Uh, but I also find offensive and lead defensive linemen getting tied up and tumbling around not all that unusual either. And that looked like that's what happened. Two guys were hooked up going at it, and they fell into him just as he planted right. and threw. So there's a certain amount of random bad NFL luck involved in a play like that, isn't as an old lineman, were you ever uh, tossing a guy around and getting tossed around at the same time and wonder, man, I hope that quarterback in right behind me. This could be ugly. Well, yeah, but at the same point, I think it's you know when the Bengals chose Burrow, you knew they were going to do it. They were going to have their franchise quarterback, but what they didn't do is to me is they didn't pay enough attention to the offensive line. 
And that's that's a disgrace. I mean, and, and you know, teams should be, you know, general managers should, should understand that you got to protect this guy. Now, with that being said, you know, a lot of offensive linemen that are coming out of college these days are, are not in, in ready for prime time themselves. They need time to develop. But still, you should make you should make a difference to to, to make sure that quarterback is protected. With that, it, other than that, it'd just be a wasted uh, investment. It's sad to see Burrow go down, but you know, look, there are things that happen in uh, in the heat of the fire. You know, when you're out there, especially in the trenches. You're you're not trying to throw anybody around, but you're trying to feed your man. And sometimes things get tangled up. I thought it was. I agree with you. I thought it was like a routine play. It's just unfortunate circumstance the way they came down on his leg, and and from that point on. But uh, there's really nothing you can do about it. It wasn't. It's, it's not like it was malicious or done on purpose. It's just the heat of bottle. You know, the other uh, big story here has been uh, BYU and where they are, you know, 14th in the first uh, college football rankings and all that. And there was a lot made of they should schedule Washington. They shouldn't have told them no. Well, locally, it was pretty well known that the Utah-SU game had a very slim chance of going, and the Utes were probably going to play Washington. Colorado came available at the last second and played San Diego State, but if you were Colorado, would you want to play BYU, or would you play San Diego State and try to get to 3-0 and if you're Carl Durrell trying to, you know, in your first year trying to build a program? Shoot, I never thought about that way. I guess you'd probably go with the easier one, right? The, the, to get to the, the wins are what's going to shine, no matter you know, no matter who you're playing. Um, it's it's almost like when you think about teams didn't want to play Boise because they didn't want to ruin their records. Nobody really wanted to schedule Boise in its heyday. Um, now it seems like the, that's what you're trying to go for, but. Um, until they increase the number of playoff teams, guys, we're going to have these these conversations every year. It's a shame that we still have to talk about it. Um, but I, I, I believe conference champions deserve a chance in the playoff because um, I, I put a lot into the conference championship. And when it comes to the independents, um, if they're undefeated, they deserve a shot. And that, 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 you know, to me, classifies BYU as one of those teams that should be in it as well. Lincoln Kennedy, the Raider radio analyst, Pac-12 network analyst, join us every week to talk football. Lincoln, thanks for checking in, and we will talk to you again next week. And, uh, thanks enjoy, for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend. You too, guys. Be safe. All right. Lincoln Kennedy every week here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. David Locke is with us every Friday as well, and he is coming up at 9.05 right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Number one. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, the Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action now. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call Action today at 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. Donovan Mitchell has media availability coming up at uh, 8 o'clock this morning. First time he has spoken with the media after... This short offseason, and of course, he just got the contract extension, so he'll be talking about that. What would you like to hear from Donovan Mitchell coming up in a few few minutes, PK? What has piqued your interest? What would you like to know? 
Well, not necessarily any particular inch, uh, message. I just want to hear the excitement in his voice because he's a young fellow who ought to love playing basketball, and it certainly looks like he does love playing basketball, and basketball is soon to be upon us again. So I want to see that, which I think is natural, and everybody at the start of the season always has a level of optimism and enthusiasm about the game. And then what does he think of the team? How good is the team? How much better has it gotten? What are his feelings as far as being competitive in the West? And so I think that way, and that won't necessarily be in the words that he says, which a lot of times, you know, people communicate, they use words, but there's a bigger message that goes beyond the actual words. The level of enthusiasm and anticipation, which I think you'll be able to figure out. And I assume he'll have that because I'm excited for these guys to get out on the court. You know, I thought that they were ironing some things out, uh, so to speak, uh, as the season went along. And now... Uh, they should be able to have a level of uh, continuance, if that's a word, from what they left off at. And you add Bogdanovich into the postseason, which they didn't have, obviously. And then you get back Favors and you get back Clarks in a full uh, season. A uh, couple of young guys there to see what they came uh, you know, came from very good college programs. I was thinking about some of those second-rounders last year. They didn't really come from pedigree programs. I don't necessarily, necessarily know that that means anything, but maybe it does, and maybe that those guys are a little bit more advanced because they paid, played a better level of competition in practice and then, of course, during the regular season. Uh, with that in mind, Larry Bird went to Indiana State for, for what that's worth. But nevertheless, there's a level of anticipation and excitement that I have, and I want to feel that same thing from Donovan Mitchell. And I assume that I will, and that will be something that will be get me more excited as we creep toward the start of this NBA season. You know, I'm curious if uh, this felt like an offseason to him and he added something to his game, and you know, or if this was really not the offseason. It was that four months, that four-month pause the oh, league yeah, was yeah, on, yeah. and that's really where they picked stuff up and why he came back at, at such a higher level. Well, geez, if he... If he just continues where he was where he left off, <laughs> yeah, right. That is sensational. Yeah, if he got even better than that, well, that's incredible. No, I would take what I saw in August, the Donovan Mitchell that I saw in August. I would take that. I'd probably take that for the next five years. Thirty-six points a game does get your attention. Bullfrog Spa says, unheard of Black Friday pricing. Custom order the Bullfrog Spa of your dreams and save up to $6,000 off of MSRP on the popular A-Series models. You want a hot tub sooner? A limited number of inventory spas are available today only. Friday, November 27th, they're sure to go fast. Visit the Bullfrog factory stores in Salt Lake, Orm, Harriman, North Ogden, Layton, Springville, Logan, and Bluffdale. Donovan Mitchell, coming up next. Stay with us.